Welcome, everybody, to Fergo and the Freak. My name is the Glorious League Freak, and today we are introducing you to a new rugby league outlet, and it is run by one of our listeners and somebody you've probably seen on Twitter. It is Eel's Dance Mum, and her name is Julie. How's it going, Julie? I'm good. How are you, Freaky? Oh, I'm pretty good. It's your first time on the podcast. What's it like being on the Fergo and the Freak podcast? Scary. Yeah, you don't have to be scared. There's nothing to be scared of. Nervous. First hey. public interview. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I didn't think of that. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you come up with an idea. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're from Melbourne, but you currently yeah. live in Adelaide. Yes. And you're a little bit of a new rugby league fan. How did you get into rugby league? Okay, so it was around about 2009, and my partner at the time, he he used to play league, and then because he used to play it, he watched rugby league, so I got into it. It just so happened to be Jared Haynes' famous season, mm-hmm. and from there I fell in love with it. He was so exciting to watch, and yeah. Basically, yeah. that's it. And so, yeah, I mean, 2009, obviously, that was, I, I guess that was probably his best year. I mean, he, he, he went on that sensational run with the Eels, and he became your favourite player, didn't he? Yeah, and at that time, I was actually a Melbourne Storm supporter. Mm-hmm. And because I was from Melbourne, I'm like, well, it has to be Melbourne, that's my team. But the more I got into league and understanding it, I actually found, mainly because of Jared Hayne, I wanted to watch Eels games. Yeah. And all of a sudden it became, actually, you know what? Mm. I'm not really hoping Storm's winning. I want Parramatta to win. Mm. And that's when it clicked. Actually, I'm a Parramatta Eels fan. It's funny how that happens sometimes where you you just realise that you're enjoying another team more. Yeah, yeah, and it was just just so happened that, like, you know, it had to be Parramatta, and I haven't got to see my team win a grand final. <laughs> if I had <laughs> stuck with Storm, I could have had the exact same things happening, just actual <laughs> grand finals wins. Just, just something called success. It would have been great. Um, yeah. You must Still have looked would have at had stripped um, titles. Points. <laughs> it, it makes you wonder, like, when you saw how long it had been since they won a title, the Parramatta Eels, and you looked at how quickly most other, or how recently most other teams had won, you must have been like, oh, yeah, they're due. Yeah, yeah. And at that stage, I didn't even know that, like, you know, Cronulla had never won one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> you saw the duck get broken. Yeah. I, I really, really did think that Parramatta was going to win one soon. Like, within <laughs> 10 years of me watching it. Wow, you've got a lot to learn. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so... You come up with a really cool idea, and it's one that really excited me when you told me about it. Tell us about that idea and what it's called. Okay. 
So as you pointed out, I've still got a lot to learn about rugby league. Mm-hmm. And so do a lot of other mums. Mm-hmm. So I thought I could make a documentary. Mm-hmm. And about rugby league, absolutely everything about it. I started that about three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I realised, do you know what? The documentary is really, really hard. Yes. What would be good is let's start a website, rugbyleaguemums.com, a place where mums, predominantly, everyone else can use it too, but it's focused towards mums who are just getting interested in the game or they need to become interested in the game because their kids want to play. And basically, I want it to be a real basic website where it explains things simply that mums and kids can understand anything about the game. And when you told me about this idea, I thought it was amazing because I think sometimes in rugby league, and like even I've been, I've, I've seen this myself, when you look for information about rugby league, sometimes you run into people that are within the game who kind of uh they don't take you seriously i guess to a point or they they give you it's not like they embrace you i guess is what i'm saying they don't see somebody that's maybe going to enroll their kids early on from the start and say wow this could be a fan for life they sort of go oh yeah here's the information take it or leave it and the thing i liked about your idea with the website is that it would be an approachable way for uh, parents that don't really know too much about getting their kids into the sport, it's kind of a, a first step for them and it'll be uh, not intimidating at all and they can ask any questions they want and get lots of information all in one place and really just build a community almost of like first-time rugby league fans that are parents who are starting to get their kids involved. Yeah, and when I when I started researching for it, Everything is so technical. Mm-hmm. And if you ask a question, there's always the assumed knowledge that you have some kind of knowledge in league. Yeah. Like when yeah. I first started watching, like thankfully I had someone who could explain to me what an ankle tap was, yeah. why the ball was going backwards, you know, why that was a penalty. Just even terminology like, oh, he bubbled the ball. Yeah. You know, that's a falcon. <laughs> you know, all these words, I was like, what? What's knock on? Yeah, and like, it's interesting because I know that there's been times where I've been talking to other rugby league fans about all sorts of things, expansion, bringing new people into the game and stuff. And I think sometimes people forget that there's a lot of people out there that they, as you say, they don't have a knowledge base to draw upon. And sometimes that I, and this happens with all sports, it gets a little bit clicky sometimes with the supporter bases. And instead of embracing new people, they sort of say, well, yeah, but you're not a real rugby league fan yet, you know, and, and you've got to almost overcome this hump before you're accepted with certain supporter bases and certain people within the game. And, that's where I think your your website is going to be really important, that there's 
it, you know, it's going to be embracing all new fans and, and really breaking down those barriers. And it's somewhere where people can ask the most basic questions about the game or get the most basic information about the game. And it's all in one spot. Yeah, and that was the other thing, all in one spot, not having to go through, like, you know, six different websites to find exactly what you want. Yeah, because, I mean, there are a, there's a lot of websites out there if you want to get your kid into the game, but there's a lot of websites. Like, how do you pick one of them and does it give you the right information? And just finding, like, your local club sometimes is very difficult. Yeah, and... Also, the process of wanting to find the right club. Like, is that club going to be right for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, there is that element of, um, you know, is this the right situation for your kid? Yeah, like um, I wrote a blog about this, about um, trying to find a, a club for, like, you know, my son to play when he's ready. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it was um, really eye-opening because I'd been watching the sport for a while. But coming to a non-NRL state again, it's hard to find a club. It's hard to find the information of, you know, where they are, what age groups, and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, I went through all the official channels and – I eventually found a club and they got back to us. And even though there's no league this year to be played, mm-hmm. we'll be we'll be enrolling next year. That's Hopefully. awesome. It's awesome that you eventually found it. But that's that search is kind of what you're trying to remove and make it just easier so that uh, – and, like, you're going to have polls on your website, you're going to have a forum on your website and stuff, and it'll be somewhere where people will be able to say, hey, look, I, I live in this place and I'm looking to get my kid into the game. Uh, you know, where, where's the best place to start? And hopefully once there's a bit of a community built around it, that it'll be a really easy place for people to, to go and, and to be able to bring people into the game, to be able to say, like, look, I know the information in this area and these are the people to contact and and go from there. Yeah, but it's not – see, I just focus then on, like, you know, playing the game. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to be going a step further and eventually once I get all the right information, because that's got to be the main thing, it has to be correct, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to also have how to become a referee, Mm -hmm. how to coach, how to be a cheerleader. Yeah. And aspects of the game. Yeah. And you don't just have to be playing the game to be involved in the game. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many uh, ways that you can contribute to the game if you enjoy it. And if you enjoy the people that are involved in the game as well. Um, And that's, that's going to be fantastic once uh, you get to that point and you've made it that sort of hub for people. Um, now you've, you've written a couple of blogs on there. What was, what's one that sort of stood out for you in terms of, uh, you sort of, you know, it's something that you're proud of. It's something that you'd like people to read when they go to rugbyleaguemums.com. That's a hard one because it's actually one that's not out yet. Okay. 
Maybe you could um, give us a preview. You can give us a, a I don't know, a, uh, a sneak peek at, at what it's going to be about. Okay, a sneak peek. What it's going to be about is, it's called How Do I Pronounce That? Mm-hmm. And basically, it's me contacting the clubs and my experience of contacting the clubs directly. Mm-hmm for how to pronounce players' names. Now, we've, you and I have talked about this. It, I think it's going to be really interesting when people read it and see which clubs were helpful and which clubs weren't as helpful. Um, yeah. It needs to be remembered that you start a contact in clubs just before the the pandemic hit, so there is a little bit of a leeway there, but some clubs were... Oh, I- I also contacted them one week before a major scandal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There was that. And then didn't you didn't you contact them just like the day before recently, but it was the day before Todd Greenberg stood down as well? Uh, that wasn't a club. That okay. was contacting a certain person to try to get an in- oh, interview. Right. That's right. That's right. And it has to be approved. Approved, yeah. <laughs> By NRL Media and Todd Greenberg to step down. So yeah. basically, if I'm really interested in doing something and contacting a club or an official channel, just expect a major incident to happen. Yeah, pandemic. something terrible. Yeah, maybe we should just get yeah contact in the Sydney Roosters all the time, <laughs> hey? <laughs> I tell you what, if the Panthers make the grand final this year, I want you to contact the op- opposition team, right? Can you do that? For me? Oh, I, I, can't, I can't say yes to that because it might be Parramatta. It's not going to be Parramatta. It's not going to be Parramatta. Hey, by the way, uh, you talked the other day about needing to find a new favourite player that played in the yes. game still. Now, yes. can you go through that thought process and who you decided was your new favourite player? <laughs> okay. So my old favourite player was Jared Hayne. Mm -hmm. He was exciting. He was from Parramatta. So Mm -hmm. that eventually became my team. Mm -hmm. So, And he was good looking. He was a drink boat, let's be honest. Yes. So these are criteria. They have to be exciting to watch, had to be decent looking, and come from Parramatta. Okay. And so Junior Paulo, um, why did you choose Nack? Who who'd you go with? Um, a player that Andrew absolutely loves. Mm-hmm. Moses. Mo- Mitchell Moses. All right. Andrew's going to love hearing that, hey? Yes. I, I have to mention I love his passion for the game. He, I, I tell you what, he's, when he's on the field, he's full of energy. And I think that Parramatta, it's definitely part of their team dynamic, that energy he brings. I think that the thing he needs to work on sometimes is when things don't go his way and the game sort of drifts away from him a little bit, he needs to channel that enthusiasm uh, towards his teammates because he gets a bit quiet within himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but he's still really young and... Mm. He's got potential. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, look, and and I I love a player that cares that much about the game. I'd rather that than a player that just disappears completely. Yeah, and they, you know, you see them lose a game and they don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that you see him get frustrated Mm -hmm. at his teammates when they're not performing and... It's something that a fan goes through. Yeah. And, you know, the the thing about uh, Mitchell Moses, I mean, that game, that they the first game they played at Parramatta Stadium, and I remember he scored that runaway try. I mean, that's going to be a career highlight. That's one of those highlight reel moments in the game, you know, and and he can produce that. And when he starts producing that on a more consistent basis... And when he can learn how to affect the game off the ball as much as with the ball in his hand, I mean, he's going to be a fantastic all-round player. And that's when I think they'll go to the next level, the Eels. I think he's got proper captain qualities. Once once he settles down a little bit with his enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and as you pointed out, when he can channel it the right way, Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he'll make a fantastic captain and bring a premiership to us. I, I tend to agree with you about the captaincy thing. Um, like, he's definitely the leader of the club. You know, he's definitely the, at the very least, he's the emotional leader of the team when they're out there. And yeah. look, I had the Eels, I think I picked them. I always tend to pick the storm because the storm do storm things. Like just when you start thinking, oh, they're going to, you know, this is going to be a real bad year for the storm. That's when they normally win the premiership. Um, But I had the Eels probably second on my list. And, and really if they hooked it up in the final series and they, they played at their best, I, they're going to be so hard to beat. Even when they restart the season, I think they'll be hard to beat. Yeah, I think they just need to care. And that's what's been lacking in previous years from what I've seen. Like, I don't understand what it means to play the game. I'm I am not that athletic. I'm not the type of person to play league. It scares me. <laughs> I, I, I know it would hurt. <laughs> that's what I mean by it scares me. Um, I'm happy to cheer from the sideline or as a cheerleader. That's that's my involvement in the game. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a normal reaction to when you watch rugby league. I think that, and I've said this before, people that want to play a sport where the idea is you get thrown the ball and 13 other people are going to drag you to the ground, that's not normal. I think the normal reaction is to be like, yeah, that's pretty scary. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I know you get used to it over the time and like, you know, that's what the junior leagues are for to teach you how to do all that safely. And that's why I'm not scared for someone else to play. Yeah. (laughs) Like my son and that, but for myself, I know I can't handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we've got some very important questions for you now. And these, I mean, these are very, very important questions. I'm nervous. Oh, you should be. You should be. Okay. Who's your state of origin team? That would be Queensland. How dare you? How dare you? Why Queensland? 
I inherited Queensland. Okay. Um, when I first got introduced to the game, um, the person who was explaining it to me followed Queensland because they'd lived there. So that became my team. Okay. But yeah. if, Sorry. I, if I hadn't have been introduced to it that way, yeah. I most likely would have followed um, New South Wales because yeah. of pain. Okay. So is there is there any way we can convert, huh? No. Ah, oh, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so in international football, who do you go for? Uh, in league? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, I, I had to double check yep. because that, that will be Australia. Excellent. Excellent. That's all we need to know. Who do you go yeah. for in any other sport? Is there some other sport where you follow a different team? Union. Okay. Who do you go for in um, that? New Zealand. Okay. Because my mum's from New Zealand. Okay. And when, growing up, I didn't know that there was two different rugby leagues. Mm-hmm. I mean, two different rugby. There was yep. league and union. Yep. So when... I got introduced to the sport. Um, I didn't even know about the Wallabies. Or as I call them, the mustard disgrace. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I knew who Gregan and that were, but yeah. that was about the extent. And so I inherited the All Blacks. So, okay, here's a question for you. When you, when you didn't realise there were two different sports, when it was described to you, what did you think? Well, I thought that both both games threw the ball in. Yep. You know how they did the little scrum? The line-out oh, thing? A, a line-out, yeah, not scrum. Yep. Yeah, the line-out thing, yeah. I thought both games did that, but mm-hmm. league was played faster. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was an actual major difference. Yeah, like, and you know what? That's one thing that I talk to some people about as well. They'll say, oh, there's a difference between rugby league and rugby union and blah, blah, blah. And we got to, and it's like, it, sometimes people just don't realize, and a lot of the time they don't care. They just want to watch whatever's the best to watch. And that's what rugby league has to focus on, you know. they. I think sometimes as rugby league fans, we get too wrapped up in getting a little bit, uh, how would you call it? We get too riled up about trying to explain all the differences to a new person when they really yes. don't care. They just want to see the best version of it, you know? Yes, and the amount of people that are not – they didn't do it nicely when I kept calling it rugby. Yeah. The amount of times I was corrected, and it wasn't in a nice way. Yeah. And – it. Like, I mean, like, on social media and that, and it's like people saying, oh, you know, you should know the difference. Mm. I came from an air, I came from Melbourne. We don't have leak. At that stage, we didn't have leak, yeah. like, gr- growing up. Um, I didn't get into the sport until, you know, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already, like, you know, in my mid-20s by the time you know, I got into the sport. And so even now I still 
slip into calling it rugby, even though I know there's a major difference between league and union and, <clears throat> yeah, and why you shouldn't, you shouldn't be confusing the two and calling league union. <laughs> yeah, and you know what the funny thing is, that if you go to Northern England and you say, ah, oh, how about the rugby? They talk about rugby league. That's, you're talking about rugby league. If you go to south of England and say, tell me about the rugby, they think you're talking about rugby union. And in Australia, we kind of call them league and union. Um, there'd be places in the world where you'd say, oh, tell me about the union. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, they wouldn't have any, any clue. They'd just call it rugby. Yeah, and to confuse matters even more, my mum grew up calling it football. Yeah, well, look, in Sydney, we called it football as well. We said, oh, who's, you know, I still call it footy. I said, oh, who's winning the footy, you know? Oh, I'm going to the football, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a funny one. And I think people sometimes forget that and they get pedantic. You know what people are like online there. Um, you know, they, they pick up little things that don't really matter. Yeah, and especially if you're new to the sport, it's something that I think needs to be forgiven. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, because that can turn someone off. Like if like, oh well, if I'm gonna get something as small as like, you know, you know, just the name wrong, what happens when I like, you know, call that penalty wrong or call <laughs> that you know, that play wrong. Yeah, I totally understand that and I agree. And that's why I like your idea for your website because that'll be like a almost a safe place where people can ask questions like, What's the difference between the rugby's? Is there two different types and you know, um I think it'll be fantastic for people that are just learning about the game um, and it'll be like a stepping stone into the wider sport. And that's why it's something that I want to help promote. It's something that I think everyone should get behind. I hope that the different NRL clubs and local clubs as well, especially get behind it. And I would hope that down the track, the NRL also sees it as a, as an opportunity for them to get, you know, information out there and, and to people that are going to really be looking to take their first steps into rugby league. Yeah, and I even looked into what they teach the players. Yeah. And I wrote a blog about that. That's another one that I'm actually proud about. And I, I would love it if anyone in the NRL is listening. I'd love to be invited up to Sydney. Queensland and do some of the education see what it's like is there a test how is it like how is it taught mm -hmm. I'd love I'd love to learn it how would it's be. delivered and yeah that would be very cool you know the question I would love to find out is do they put the because from my understanding is that basically it's junior players, uh, NRL players. So say NRL young elite junior players around 18, 19, 20 that they put through these courses. I wonder if they've been doing the same thing with the women's player players that are in the game. Um, that would be really interesting to find out. And yeah, to, to read an article from you where you've done one of these courses with the players that the players have done, I think that would be fantastic and a really good opportunity for the NRL to sort of show some inclusiveness and to show what they're doing with their player development because that's a really big and important part of player development is 
learning the the professional side of the game and how to conduct yourself not only on the field but off the field yeah like you know just even something as simple as their media training Mm. i'd love to know what they go through just for that yeah learning how to talk to the media how to be approached how not to approach yeah all that kind of stuff Do, do they do little scenarios together you know, get up in front of like a classroom and go, hi, I'm so-and-so from, you know, this newspaper and, yeah. you know, do little conversations and really put them on the back foot, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have a clue. That's what I'd like to find out. That'd be great. Yeah, and like I know I don't, I'm not really talking that much about the women's game, but that's because I haven't had an opportunity to really sit down and watch the games properly. Mm -hmm. So my knowledge in the women's game is unfortunately really lacking. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that, like, you know, over the next couple of years, like, you know, the women's game expands a lot more. It's put on at decent hours Mm -hmm. that we can watch it. And I can learn more about the players and how the women are playing. Like I've seen, I've seen a couple of games, but not as much as I'd like to. Yeah, I I know f- for me personally, I have not seen too much of the women's NRL matches, but I've seen uh, I I mean I've seen their all of their test matches and the state of origin games for Australia anyway. Um, for the last probably two years, I think, or three years maybe. And I, I I mean, it's great. I've talked about it on the podcast before where it's, I feel like it's one of the women's sports where you watch it and you don't feel like you're missing something because it's just so skillful and fast. And I mean, the hits, are, they, they probably hit each other. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, the games that I've seen, I found really exciting. It's mm. just, unfortunately, the times that they got aired, at least in like, Melbourne when I was uh, living there and watching I I just couldn't I couldn't spare the time to actually watch it while looking after a young child yeah so unfortunately you know the NRL didn't get me as a dedicated viewer for the women's game just yet yeah it's gonna change as soon as I get more free time (laughs) and it (laughs) Yeah, and I can record things properly. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can't watch every game live. Sometimes I'm there watching the game at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I get to see my team lose. <laughs> so I wouldn't know what that's like this year. My team's undefeated, you know. Just, just let me know. Mighty Panthers. Excuse me, my team are the premiership winnings, winners right now? It's only two weeks in. Stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about the NRL starting up soon? Like, do you think that they've... Like, it looks like it's all go. They've said it's definitely all go for the 28th. They're going to... They want the teams back training on Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. Yeah, um, I know that. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it seems like it's all travelling in the right direction now, doesn't it? Yeah, it's exciting. I I just hope that 
it actually stays. Um, what I mean by that is I know they're going to start it again, mm-hmm. but we we haven't hit, you know, winter yet, peak yeah. season. Yeah. And that's what worries me. Is there yeah. going to be an outbreak? That really worries me too. Like the numbers for for the virus look like they're really tailing off in Australia. I think we had four new cases in, it might have been New South Wales today. Um, yeah. But it looks like it's it's really, we've flattened the curve really well. But as you say, if, you know, just the normal flu season kicks in and it just brings a percentage of it, of the normal flu cases brings along, you know, even a small percentage of COVID-19 cases with it, uh, we could be set for another lockdown down the track. And I think that's the biggest threat to, you know, the the football, the NRL season, uh, let alone society, our society here. We've been very lucky in Australia, but um, I guess we just got to keep our fingers crossed and hope the warm weather we're having sticks around just a little bit longer, hey? Yeah, and I promise not to contact any official channels over winter. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just lay low, please. <laughs> yeah, just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for telling us about the website, rugbyleaguemums.com. Can you tell us about uh, you've got uh, social media channels for it? Um, yeah, uh, Twitter. Um, the handle is at RL Mumps. Mm-hmm. Nice, sweet, and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, my Twitter handle is Eels Dance Mum. Yep. Uh, that's self explanatory. I love the eels, I love dancing, and I'm a mum. Excellent. It's all, the inf- it's all the information you really need, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's all we've got at this stage. Okay. Um, if you want to be involved, hit me up on email, DM, on Twitter. Yeah, any information you can give for the site would be fantastic. Yeah, and I guess anyone that wants to get involved and help build the community as well, that, that would be great if they get in touch as well. Yeah, anyone wanting to be involved in any capacity would be welcome awesome well thank you don't you. have to be a mum <laughs> yeah that's the main thing like it's called rugby league mums but you don't have to be a mum you can be a dad you can be whoever if you even if you're just a new fan and you just want to get involved it's a great way to do it yeah awesome well thank you so much for joining us julie um everyone go to rugbyleaguemums.com and check it out And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.